Welcome back to another episode of Love is Out There, a 90 Day Fiance podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Alan. And we're recapping the third episode back from 90 Days the Other Way. But before we do, Julia, can we just take a quick second to say thank you to our listeners? We have people from all over the world that are listening to us right now, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I saw someone from Singapore was listening. That's pretty cool. We got a lot more Canadians as well. Oh, Canadian. What's that all about? I want to eat some poutine, don't you? All right. Well, thanks for everybody for listening to this podcast. We're going to do the best we can to keep it going. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. Love is out there podcast. Season two, episode 17. Brissfully ignorant. Julia, are we about to see a pecker get cut off? I really don't hope so. I'm not into the surgery episodes. Oh, as a doctor, I do enjoy it. But the episode starts off in India, where Janie tells us that she rewarded Sumit with some boom boom after he stood up to his parents. That is disgusting. I don't want to hear about their boom boom ever. Sumit was into her dominating him. Oh my goodness. And she bought him a promise ring. This is so weird. No, now he can have her forever. Or the next 20 years at best, because she almost died coughing during that scene. There's no way she's going to make it another 20 years. Yeah, but I feel like she is just trying to speed the process up because she's so sick of waiting. And she's close to death. Well, that too. At least he's not expecting a baby from her. Sumi gave the ring back. Talk about looking a gift horse in the mouth. That's where that saying comes from, right? Because Jenny looks like a horse? Sure. He's still married. He's not divorced yet. He said it. He's like, I don't think I can wear this because I'm not divorced. Do you know where the saying comes from? No. So basically when you judge a horse's health by their gum health, so when people would give horses, the first thing that you would do is look at their gums and you'd lift their lip up. But if you're getting a gift from somebody, you don't say like, oh, let me check and see how good it is. You just say thank you. So that's the expression. Like you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You're supposed to say thank you. Oh, is that what Jenny wanted him to say? He was supposed to say, I do. Taking a page from Darcy's book, did you hear what Jenny said? Getting a ring will be the happiest day of my life. Yeah, and she's already had a daughter, so like maybe seeing her firstborn child wasn't the happiest day or her first wedding or I don't know. Down to Ethiopia, where we see Ari and Bibi playing with the baby's hair, getting ready to go home. Ariella had a surreal moment there where she realized anybody can make a baby and you don't even have to know how to take care of it. They just let you have a baby. Literally more requirements to get a job or drive a car. You want a kid? Bang. Want to vote? Be 18, at least here in America. There are lots of bad mothers. It's not like they all come out great. It's just like, of all the ridiculous crap that people say, this was a pretty smart observation. She basically goes, wow, I don't know the first thing about taking care of this kid. No, no. Okay, off we go. Yeah. Into a third world country? Is Ethiopia third world? Do you know? I have no idea. I believe so, but I don't think... Are you just asking me, like, if there's a fourth world or a fifth world? Like no, dimension? like the second world. There's no second world, is there? Then what's the uh, third world? I thought it's just first and third. Really? If there's a I've second never, world... I've never heard anyone say second world, but, like, I figured there are some countries that are, like, in the middle. No, no? I think it kind of works like, you know, the analogy for when you're hooking up with somebody. You go from first to third base, and there you go. You just cut like, off second base. Well, you no said, boobs. You said Mexico is not third world. I assume Mexico is second world. 
think parts of it are third world. I think it's, I don't think it's like an all or none thing, Julia. I don't know. When you look across uh, El Paso into, um, what is that? What is that city right there? Do you know it? No, I just know Tijuana is south of San Diego. No, but if you drive through Texas and you're in El Paso and you look over the border right there, it looks like the slums. It looks terrible. But I've also been to Cancun and that place is nice. You know what I know about El Paso? It's from that Tracy Morgan interview where he's like, El Paso, gonna get somebody pregnant tonight. If you've never seen Tracy Morgan. Oh, that's the news thing. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, when he gets on the table pretending to be pregnant. No, he pretends. He goes, I'm a soldier. So he gets on the table and you can't see one of his legs. He goes, I'm a soldier. I lost my leg in Vietnam. (laughs) He was wasted. Oh, he was white girl wasted. Yeah, he was very wasted. I, I did see that. Back to 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Bibby wants to take the baby in a car without a car seat because that's normal, right? But if her mom happened to buy a car seat, I bet he'd be okay using it then. Of course. He and Asuelu, they've been talking. Like, they know. No car seat, no problem. It's fine. It's like no shoes, no shirt, no service. There it's like no shoes, no car seat. Yaman. That's not the right country, but you get what I'm saying. I get it. And uh, Ari... Her nose was sticking straight up in the air. Uh Uh-uh. You are not taking that baby in the car, and I am not walking with the baby. Here, Mary Poppins, take your umbrella and walk 10 minutes to get home. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go (laughs) It's probably, like, stupid hot there, too. Oh, yeah. She says he's walking home and, like, he agreed in the hospital. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll walk home. And then when the car actually showed up, he got in the car. Like, just kidding. She kept her cool for what it's worth. But then was like, uh-uh, dude. Uh-uh. Yeah, get out. Get yeah. out. Bibby had this look on his face like, okay, I'll do it this time. You know he's going to be taking that baby to all the nightclubs in his or her car, I guess is who what it really is. Like, I can see him driving down the street with the baby's head sticking out of the window like, you know, a puppy just getting a free ride. No, no, no that, that baby's going to be on his lap while he's driving. No, I'm saying that baby's going to be over his shoulder looking out the window like a border collie. Oh, jeez. My dog would love it, though. When Ariella gets to her home, it looked like a gang had shown up with firecrackers and they were about to set her house on fire. There was a lot of people there. This is literally her first time home and she is... Hurt, exhausted, in pain, probably on drugs. I know if I came home to this, I would not be happy. This poor girl just wanted to go inside and rest. But first, we have to slaughter a sheep? No. No, Alan, no. I'm not okay with this. Like, I'm not okay at all. I mean, I know it's their culture and everything, but no. I was just thinking, like, I wonder if they held the kid up to the sheep and they're like, Hey, you see this baby Simba? We're about to do this to your foreskin next. (laughs) I mean, we do know what the episode's about. It's oh, coming. I, I know. You want some life? Let's slaughter a lamb. It's God's sacrifice. Ariella looks like she's about to freaking lose it. I get this is a part of Ethiopian culture, but do they not have postpartum depression in Africa? The hormonal dump that this girl is having. Do you know about this at all? Postpartum? Yeah. Yeah, I, my, one of my friends had it. The pregnancy glow, the effects of being pregnant, you get such great hormones and effects of it. And as soon as you stop being pregnant, your body stops making all that stuff and you feel miserable. It's not even just the pregnancy of it. I feel so bad for her. Well, and she has no one to talk to, no one to hang out with other than Bibby. That's the first time you've called him Bibby because I call him Bibby knowing that his name is Binny, but she calls him Baby so much that she I calls think it him works. Baby. Like seriously, you kept saying Binny. I was like, it's Baby. He but calls- his name is. 
Binion, and she calls him, or he is called Binny, like Binny and the Jets, but she calls him Baby, but you and I have been calling, at least I have been calling him Bibby, on purpose. Yeah, I've been going back and forth, because I don't know what to call him. After the commercial, we see Jihoon and Devon one month into their relationship, where Devon is arguing about coming to watch Ginny at work. That's so trashy. Like, do you remember when you were growing up because girls in my high school used to go watch their boyfriends work? That was so weird. Yeah. Would you like me to come to your work, Alan? Sure. You want to come watch me work? You can sit down there for five seconds and watch me therapize people. No, that sounds boring. No, if you were coming to like check in on me, I'd have you do some awkward like, oh, hey, just got to drop the keys off or something. I would never have you sit there for a little bit. That's so awkward. Okay, but I have to be honest here. No, don't be honest. You're never honest ever. So why start now? I want to be honest and say that this scene seemed very scripted. Yeah, there was something really weird going on. You know, she was watching him play Candy Crush or something when he was on that phone. And then she totally blew up his spot with his boss. And she tells him that, uh, just so you know, he used to sell stolen phones. What a bee. Hey, you know this guy? He steals phones. You know you hired a felon, right? My husband, he's a felon and you hired him. Congratulations. That guy had this look on his face like he was so smiley and giddy and he just wanted to be in the next Parasite movie. When Jihoon was looking at the phone, he was like, beep boop, beep boop, I know how to play with the phone. It was weird because he came in, played with the phone, and got up and left. Yeah. What job is that? It didn't look like he worked there. I mean, what is he, like an in-person eBay or something? And he had this grin on his face the whole time. The fact that Devin said, well, maybe you could learn how to fix them or something. God forbid he actually learns a skill of fixing a phone. I mean, what is that, like a 15-minute YouTube or something? Yeah, but he snarls at her. He's like, you don't know anything. But also, why doesn't she get a job? Get a job, Grouch. I mean, it's South Korea. First of all, learn the language. Second of all, get a job. But maybe her job is social media, you know? What really threw me off was that awkward grin he had on his face the whole time. I'm just going to go out on a limb. I don't trust him. Yeah, but he also shouldn't have brought her to work. That's so weird. True. Now we go to Mexico where the kid, uh, what's her name, Hannah? She is in the opening Chiron. Did you see that? Where they had the Kenny and Armando and I was just like, ah, she's so It wasn't memorable to me. Sorry. Oh, it was so good. As they're driving through their journey, Julia, is it safe for them to be driving at night with all those lights on in a car? Growing up, my mom used to yell at us all the time when we would turn on the overhead light. She'd be like, what are you doing with that light there? I'm going to get into an accident. Turn it off. I mean, I never have the light on, but I could see that being very dangerous. Do you know where they have the light on for you? Where? I think think it's Motel 8. Oh, I think. (laughs) where we keep the light on. I thought you were going to say like 7-Eleven. I was like, that's not their slogan. But why does 7-Eleven have locks if it's open 24-7? Like I said, for COVID. COVID. Armando, I think he's an excellent translator. A lot of times when we watch these shows and one person's talking and the words are not the same, that dude was spot on with his subcaptions. Also, is every other line in their dialogue going to be Kenny going, what did she just say? What was that? What was that? That was getting so annoying. 
he's just kind of there and he doesn't know what to say. But what got me, he said that she has to learn English and he doesn't have to learn Spanish, but he's in Mexico. So I couldn't tell what that conversation exactly was because when they said one of you is going to have to learn each other's language and Kenny goes, well, you know who it's going to be. I actually didn't know if he meant she has to learn English or he has to learn Spanish. I mean, he- oh, definitely she has to learn English. Okay. I didn't pick up on that. Is it just me or did Bob Harper look like he's put on a couple of Libras in his stomach area? Am I right? Like those buttons on his blue shirt were struggling. It was like a tent. Oh, just pulling? Yeah, just pulling. Not not like he was pitching a tent. That's gross. They got to the house and Hannah, she saw her new room and I thought that was kind of cute. Julia, I got a little verklempt. I was like, oh my God, this little girl's never had her own room. <laughs> no, and that's so weird because she's, what, six, and she has no siblings. So who has she been sharing a room with? She's probably been sharing a bed with an older abuela or something. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks, but it's kind of normal, and I don't feel bad for that. I just think that she's kind of hit the jackpot now with Bob Harper and the Biggest Loser family supporting her. I just can't wait for Jillian Michaels to show up and have her do a workout. But she also has two beds. She should push them together and, and do all the activities. Yeah, I can see that girl going right through the middle, jumping up and down, just snap her <laughs> little fibula in half. I get the cute little PJs that she was wearing, but what was up with that eye mask to go to sleep? Like, that is such a Judith thing. A Judith thing. Yeah. Are you making Judith the new Karen? That's exactly what I'm doing because I have a friend named Judith who, I use the word friend very loosely. I have a person in my life named Judith who bugs the bejesus out of me. Have you ever met a Judith that you're like, that Judith, great person? No. No, Alan. Judith is an old lady name. Only your friend is named Judith and no one else. Most people go by Judy. My Judith is a Karen. So I'm just going with that. And Judith, my Judith, has an eye mask. So my issue with this whole scene scenario is Bob Harper and Hannah, like they're embracing and they're so excited. He's the new father. And then the edit gets weird. Somehow they intertwined some iMovie photo montage that was just garbage. Did Sharp just lose their edit budget and just hire some kid to do an iMovie montage? That was terrible. All right. I disagree with you. I actually liked that movie montage. Now, let me spit a little game to you right now. I used to date this girl who worked on a TV show that actually used really, really crappy emojis to kind of demonstrate the sneakers. Oh that my were- gosh, stop it. Sometimes people want to see dumbed down stuff because we it makes call, them- call, We didn't call them emojis, Alan. We called them clip art. I'm just saying that when people see a dumbed down version of stuff, it actually resonates with them and they go, wow, that's really cool. I can make iMovies like that. Where you think that everything needs to be a Spielberg, you know, or a Scorsese Irishman. This is a hit show. They don't need to be doing the Ken Burns effect to the freaking picture. That's ridiculous. You don't even know who Ken Burns is. Do you? Name one documentary he did. One. Go ahead. Go. Right now. Go. Nope. Uh-huh. Baseball. That- No? You didn't see that one? Nope. How about the one on jazz? No? Uh You didn't see that one either? Okay. You want me to keep going? No? I'm aware of it. What about the one on country? No? Not that one either? It may have been just country, but even so. That's what it's called an iMovie, the Ken Burns effect. It's when you put a photo there and it automatically moves and it is ugly, period. You ugly. You ugly. U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. Ken Burns effect. Ken Burns effect. 
<laughs> okay. Now we're in Florida, I guess, and Brittany missed her puppy and went to visit little Maxie. Things are not good with Yazan, and she is not coming back until dude buys her a plane ticket. Where does this rank in Maslow's hierarchy of sugar babies? Step one, cut a hole in the box. No. Step one, take me places when I'm with you. Step two, pay for my travel. Did I miss something? Does he pay for her cell phone yet? You know what? I was first like kind of perturbed by this whole thing. And then she, and then she explains it. And now, now I'm on her side. Nah. Yes. Nah, during that FaceTime call, Yazan's eyes look so red and tired, like he'd been crying, or maybe he's not sleeping because he's working 14 hours a day, driving a taxi and cutting hair. I don't think he's cutting hair. He's probably sweeping hair. But anyway. Oh, that was terrible. He, he was a barber. He didn't say I worked at a barber shop. Or did he say he I said I worked at the barber shop. I didn't, oh, I, he's not a barber. He is cutting. No, he is. Oh. You think? Oh, you're right. I didn't think of that. I thought maybe he knew how to cut hair. Oh, if he knew how to cut hair, that would be his job. I'm surprised. <laughs> he, worked the, he worked at the fish market or something like that before. I'm surprised he didn't comment on her bikini top, but then he hung up on her. Yas King. Do you no. see that is, Juliet? That's my version of Yas Queen, but it's Yas Queen and Yas King. We didn't know that before this, she had to pay for every plane ticket to Jordan. She paid for somewhere for them to sleep. All she wants is to know that this guy can take care of her. Oh, okay. Take care of her like when she says, I didn't ask for yachts, private jets, and shopping sprees, which I'm used to. Well, no, this, I mean, she's a brat. I mean, I didn't say that she's not a brat. She's definitely a brat. But she just wanted the bare minimum. And he can't even do that. Julia, are you familiar with the term sugar baby? Yes. That's what she is. Yeah, but she's still paying for stuff. Good. What do you mean good? I'm just happy that she got a comment about looking beautiful. And then finally, Yazan mentions her boobs and how she has to change. I agree with him. He's doing whatever he has to do for her. She has to respect his culture. She knows what she's signing up for. Don't act like the victim. You're just the saddest little turtle. <laughs> turtle, turtle. That was kind of good. The turtle thing was kind of funny. I never thought I- that he looked like a turtle, but uh, yeah. Am I totally enough for the turtle club? <laughs> Am I not totally enough for you? Nobody knows that reference. You probably don't even know the reference. Yes, I do. It was, uh, what was that movie? Dana, Dana Carvey, Master yeah. of Disguise. Yeah, okay. You didn't see it. Ellen, I like turtles. I like turtles. That, that viral <laughs> video is fantastic. That's great. Where the interviewer interviews the person, the little kid at the end, and they're like, and what do you think about this? He goes, I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of this, Yazan kind of switches, and his last line was, you must know that. As if it was a riddle, and it was the end of a game show where the contestant has to go and find the clue. Like, it was supermarket sweep, and she needed to find the item to get her the $10,000. And I was like, what the hell was that? I like that. It was like, you too must find the clue. But first, look under your shoe. And then hang up. (laughs) Exactly. That's kind of what it felt like. Yes. Okay. Now on to Ethiopia. Ariella is finally able to go home and rest after childbirth. Not yet. (gasps) It's the matrons of Bibby's family because they need their time. Jeez. I thought my family was overbearing. This makes my big fat Jewish family look tame. Who said they were fat? 
it's the big fat Greek wedding. And yeah. my family is a little overweight too. But why do you got to say that? You said it. I didn't. Because I was talking about the big fat Greek wedding. That is oh. more of a reference to the size, not the obesity. That's Got it. Okay. All right. I'll okay. remember that. No, nah, that's fine. You saying my mom's fat? Your mother is 90 pounds <laughs> soaking wet with a brick in her pocket. It's true. The, the question is about baptism, which apparently is what the man's religion is because that's what the baby becomes so basically it's the exact opposite of my jewish people does that make jewish people feminists because a jewish baby is whatever the mother is it was just too much especially when she's like just wanting to sleep and they just want to talk to her about religion and it's not her religion i kind of felt bad for ariella she was really put on the spot right in front of the family they kept asking questions, and she was giving Bibby this look of like, okay, can we talk about this later? Yeah, and they said she can hide from the church or, or the people or whatever, but she can't hide from God. God will smite you one day. God is everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this during the show, but I'm kind of getting annoyed at the way Ariella says so. She starts these sentences and goes, and then, baby, I was thinking, so. It's very long and drawn out, and she purses her lips. Did you hear that? Pay attention. Yeah, she says it a lot. So. 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 But it's the way she says She's trying to it. gather her thoughts, but she's also just nasally and annoying. Hmm. I don't know. I, I changed a little bit on her. We'll get to that. Back to India, where Sumit has just found out about his, quote, wife, not ex-wife because they're still married. His wife has filed criminal charges against him for mental and physical torture. Yeah, I could see that. That dude has some rage issues. Yeah, he, he definitely bottles it up. And he owes her $20,000. $20,000. Dollars. Twenty thousand American dollars. American dollars. We did the conversion for rupees. Twenty thousand rupees is like seventy-five bucks. So it's definitely American dollars. And six thousand dollars a year of alimony. It was five hundred dollars a month. I just did the math for you. You're welcome, podcast listeners. That seems fair. That girl, that poor girl that he's divorcing, she probably won't be able to get married again, right? Like now that she's been whatever you want to say, deflowered, dethroned, de this. Like it's kind of like Rose's situation with Big Ed. Now that she's gone ahead and like had a kid or been married, nobody's given their family a dowry of like eight goats, right? They're lucky to get like a bottle of Gatorade at this point. I mean, we don't know what she looks like. She could be a cow, but she could also try to go and date an American. That's the route Sumi went. I'm just saying that as far as a dowry, they're not going to be able to get a cow, whether she is one or not. Is that what you get when you get married? A cow? A goat? I don't remember. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's something of monetary value. If it is something you can sell, then maybe. My favorite part of this scene was, did you see Jenny getting a little jealous at the end when she says like, Sumit, so when you go see your betrothed in the court, like, are you going to like feel anything about her or something? And I don't know. We haven't seen Jenny be vulnerable like that. It was different. Yeah. Are you going to give her some of my social security to pay off your debt? Huh? Is that what you're going to do? Can't wait to find out what, when I'm 65, what social security is, because the way they're talking about it, I know people that want to retire on social security and this Jenny chick is acting like she can't get any street meat for social security. Well, I, I can imagine everything in India is much cheaper than the United States. Okay. I mean, I have no idea. I'm sure, I bet it's like a thousand bucks a month. No? A thousand for what? Social security. I think it's less than that. The next morning, hi ho, 
hi-ho, it's off to court we go. He has to face his in-laws and hope they drop the charges or he's financially ruined. And can't get married to Jenny. And can't get married to Jenny. That was a very strange, he seemed like very upbeat to go to court. Upbeat? I thought he was scared. Or I'm sorry, I thought he was scared. So now we're going back to Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, Ariella has the realization that she's a mom, whether she's ready or not, including putting cabbage on her boobs. Is that what they eat there? Like after she's used the cabbage, they eat it? Julia, we've been making these videos on YouTube of me taste testing food. Is that what I ate in our Ethiopian food video? Was that cabbage boob food? No, no one would ever give you bloody slash milked cabbage. It's disgusting. I got nipples, Fokker. Can you milk me? Do you remember when they said that the baby was going to have a Weinberg face? A Weinberg? I didn't catch that. What was that? A Weinberg face. Like he's a Jew bagel? What is this? <laughs> That's her last name. And they were comparing him to her father. Oh, her, her, okay. That makes a lot more sense. It was like, <laughs> oh, she's going to have a Goldstein face. Like, whoa, take it easy, Bibby. There's more name discussion. This, I'm giving the award this episode for the most boring topic ever on a 90 Day Fiance show. I don't care. Bibby doesn't care. All he cares about is the kid's soul and the christening. Julia, who will save off your soul when it comes in? Jewel. Jewel sings that song? Jewel sings that one. And what's, and what's your name? Julia. Julia. Here it is. <laughs> Jewel from what state? Alaska. Alaska. Very good. I didn't know if you knew that. I was a huge Jewel fan back in the day. You remember that album, Hands? I loved that album. Yeah, my hands are all I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. My goodness. I'm straight. How about these foolish games, huh? <laughs> these foolish games. All right, we don't need to the tearing me apart. <laughs> and I know. You definitely had a sister and a mother who listened to this. My mother never listened to this, but my no. sister did. So Ariella agrees to this baptism as long as they don't talk about hell. So basically, I'm going to baptize you. I'm going to bathe you in God's glory. I'm going to baptize you. Do you know where that's from? Book of Mormon. Oh, wow. You're really catching on with these references. I know you, Alan. So what really bothered me about this is the way that she was talking to Bibby. Like, you know, I just think this whole thing is like really silly. You know, the whole like you just put some water on a baby and it's a whole thing. Like, I think it's really silly. But dare if he were to say like Passover, it's like really like silly fasting for stuff that's just really like really dumb silly no way no way she'd be okay with him talking to her like that wait i'm sorry adolf go on i want to hear a little bit more of this no as as a jew i do not appreciate what you're spitting right now how about them going back and forth between the interviews where ariella is clearly way in the future where she's lost all of her baby weight. Is this the first time we have seen her not like six or seven months pregnant? I'm not going to lie, Julia. It moved a little bit. No, no, Alan. I'm talking about this, my penis. This is called a pickup. This is what happened. I would pick her up if she wasn't oh. seven months pregnant. Okay, well, what happened was they edited the hell out of this thing. And then TLC was like, 
well, why don't you have them saying this? And why don't you have them saying this? And they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll just shoot that now since like everything was shut down back or this was forever ago. And then, so they're like, oh, this is this what happened when I worked on the fat show. You can't do pickups when someone was looked one way and you have to, they just have to be audio and they de- decided to do it anyway. And she looks like a different person. It makes no sense. Well, I don't know what TLC did, but new Ariella, I'm DTF. No, you're not. The next scene, I knew we were going back to Mexico because of that fake song was very, yeah, baby. I like it like that. I like it like that. Did you hear that song? (laughs) Yeah. Look at you. I got you laughing. That was a real laugh. It was good. Okay, so this car conversation. Why did they have to lie about unicorns having horns? If this girl is old enough to process having two daddies and gay marriage, shouldn't she know about unicorns? Hey, what about Santa Claus? Do they have that in Mexico? And then they mentioned it like three minutes later. Well, she, you know she's young if she likes unicorns. My nieces love unicorns. We played a game and every answer was unicorn. I remember that. That was great. Now we get to see Bob Harper's parenting style. You know, he was going back and forth with Armando about like, should you buy this? Should you not? Julia, it was 30 pesos. I did the math. It's a dollar and 34 cents. That's how much that baby was under the table. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh my God. put the baby in a cardboard box, Alan. Kenny's ignorance of the language is getting shocking. He was worried that he wouldn't be able to order carnitas Has he never been to Chipotle? I guess not. That's really bad. Maybe he just knows barbacoa. If you're at a Mexican restaurant and you, there's no pictures on the menu, dude, just start saying Mexican words like tacos, nachos, burritos, burritos, not Mexican people. Don't ever say that. But you just keep going with carne asada, pescado. Say something until the nature nods or says, see. Do you think he knows cerveza? I don't know. Is he, you know, is he a drinker? I don't know. Am I a drinker? Yes. Gracias. Salud. Gracias. Corona. Corona. Virus. <laughs> Nobody's made that connection in a long time. That was funny. I think Hannah's kind of cute, but man, is Armando raising her to be a princesa? Did you hear her negotiating skills? Yeah, that was what the whole thing was about. That's why they got into their little tiff. Do you want to buy me a purse or shaved ice? She said that entirely in Spanish. She did not have an an accent. Okay, I'm just trying to, you know. You know what? I kind of heard it as like, well, you can go with this or you can go with that. Maybe she's meant to be in the cartel. Narcos Mexico. To negotiate what? Do you want to participate or do you want to die? Oh, wait. Did you, you never watched the first two seasons of Narcos, right? I watched a couple of the first season. No, but, but what you just said was a great joke. Pablo Escobar used to say, plata o plomo, which meant silver or lead. Do you want money or do you want a bullet? Yeah, you didn't watch as much as you thought you did. That was actually a fantasy team name for a whole season was Plata o Plomo. No, I watched until he shot a German Shepherd and I was all set. I was like, that dog did not deserve to die. The couple starts bickering like little children. Now, I thought that was weird because I always heard the best part of a gay relationship is that people don't bicker like that. That and the fact that men have these insanely high sex drives. So I thought to myself, would it be worth being gay if the person didn't bicker and they like sex? Maybe I'm down. I think you're perfect, but I like you being straight. Armando dropping the dead mother over an ice cream debate, 
I thought was a bit much. Is he going to play that card every time that him and Bob Harper have a fight? I feel like he does, but it's also an excuse to why he's not good at parenting. Giving your kid everything they want is not a way to parent. That's how to spoil your child. My but. kids are going to eat so many Brussels sprouts before they get to play with their toys. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Are they going to get an allowance and you're going to take away the tax part of it? And invest it in the S&P 500. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't so think pay attention. Boring. So boring, dad. That's fine. Then they get a dividend payment four times a year. My kids are going to be so smart. You have no idea. Okay. I'm going to text you pictures of them investing. You're going to text me. After the commercial, we are at the zoo where the cows and monkeys are everywhere. This is not the zoo. Oh, sorry. It was just India. But good news for Sumi. The case was withdrawn and all charges were dropped. Hmm, very interesting. Apparently, these types of cases are super common in India. Jeez, I thought Americans were litigious. You just drop money on anything and you can get what you want. He tells Jenny, and she was super excited. Now the divorce, then she can get married before her visa expires. Great, super, don't care. I don't care about this. Let's move on. Shifting to Korea, Jihoon and Morticia Adams are out for a stroll in the town. What are they planning? Their wedding or their funeral? She looked terrible. She looked like you took Megan Fox and just like pulled it down. You know, like she was melting because her face just like drooping down and she talked to the bottom of her mouth. I'm melting. I'm How about this wedding hall? She's so obsessed with her big dream wedding, but it's going to be in Korea without her friends and family, right? I am guessing that her family will be there. She kept talking about the father-daughter dance. I haven't heard of her father this whole time. We saw him. Her mom got more airtime because she came on the season. Her terrible, terrible mother. Oh my gosh. What a nightmare. How about this wedding hall that is so busy? They have a row of lockers for each ceremony, like kindergarten cubbies. The groom and bride each get a locker for their stuff. I think they could use their lockers to lock up Drusilla during the ceremony so she doesn't run away again. Just give her a pound of sugar and watch her crash. She is a problem child. But anyways, this venue seems awful. Like, if someone showed me this venue, I would rather not be married than get married at this place. Like, that place is horrible. The hall was massive. Devin needed the concept of an aisle explained to her. Is she slow or something? She's this was never- a catwalk. This wasn't an aisle. She is so difficult. I don't know why they booked this place so far in advance without actually talking to the bride about it. That's so stupid. But what did she think this wedding hall does? It's not a Chuck E. Cheese where you can stay as long as you want. You get in and you get out. But it's that's not what weddings are like in most of the world. Most of the world isn't a one-hour wedding. We went to a wedding in Greece, and that thing was 12 hours. Twice. Twice. It was a Friday night rehearsal for 12 hours and a Saturday night Wedding for 12 hours. I bet you Sumi's wedding was three days because the Indian weddings are three days. And in the U.S., typically you book a venue for five to six hours. You usually don't get it for less. Don't they have cricket games for three days as well? Oh, they have cricket games for like a week. They're crazy. It's like the the week of Le Mans. I don't know what that is. It's a car race. We watched a movie about it. Come on. Ford versus Ferrari. I was thinking Lamaz, like Lamaz class. (laughs) If anybody out there wants to audition as a podcast host. Alan. I actually did feel bad for Devon, the point where 
she is a girl in a foreign country in a foreign culture, and she was sitting at a table where everybody was speaking a different language and basically looking at her and laughing. Not basically. That's what they were doing. They were laughing at her. That was weird. I felt bad for anybody who that's ever going to happen to. Yeah, it was sad. I literally would have said the same thing, but I also just wouldn't have dealt with it. I'm like, one hour, uh, goodbye. Not happening. It's beach day for boss Brittany and her BFF Angela. Even their mothers were friends when they were pregnant. Brittany is finally divorced. She flew back to Chicago and is there no footage of this? Like, did I miss something? Did I miss an episode? The timeline is terrible. Like, wouldn't they want to catch this? Maybe they didn't want the waste of the last shoot that happened. They're like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll do that in pickups or something. Who cares? Maybe that's what it was, is she said she's going back to Chicago, and they're like, um, do we want to film you at the airport or coming back? And then it actually happened. It was very strange. Sometimes I watch these shows, and the editing is so bad that I go, wait, did I fall asleep? Did I black out for 30 minutes? What happened? I actually did rewind it, because I, I, my, my DVR must have skipped at some point. Brittany is worried about picking the wrong guy. Well, yeah, I don't want my boy Yazan to pick the wrong girl. Nothing about them works. Even Angela sees it. She's divorced now, but she wants to give Yazan an ultimatum. Is there anything new going on in this situation? Or is all this footage just her telling the same story? It's all the same. She just has the same story and she tells each different person in her life. Because there's no content. Yazan wants her to convert and he's beholden to his family. The whole thing with the ultimatum was so weird. There is no chance he goes for that. No. One of them is going to fold. They need more Instagram followers. They need more social media. It is what it is. It looks like we're finishing up in Ethiopia, where the title of this episode is going to get its name. It's like the whole time I thought we were going to see a penis getting cut or something. We see the new baby, and it's been one week since a baby is born. Time for vaccines and penis cuttings. Yeah, but they totally missed the part where they got a car seat. Yeah, it was, of course, it was a blue one because you have to coordinate with that. And now there's a car seat, so they'll put the baby in the car seat, a.k.a. Ariel's family sent a car seat. Yeah, that's probably what happened. You know, this scene, it was a lot of cock talk. And then Bibby wants Ariella to eat on the car ride over there. It's like, back off, dude. She wasn't hungry. And he was so obsessed with that nutrient-rich mother's milk. They gave the baby an oral polio vaccine. Is that a thing? Like, did I get one of those when I was born? You think I know anything about babies? You are mistaken. Beautiful babies. This whole thing about the circumcision. I really, I want your opinion because I'm curious. She is a Jewish woman. Oh, here we go again. No, no. Isn't a circumcision a part of the Jewish religion? All right. Hold on to your lederhosen, people. But it is, isn't it? It's a part of the Jewish religion to get circumcised. It's more the ceremony of the bris. But you have to do it within a certain time. Right. You're supposed to have it within the first, I think, seven or eight days. And you have a special rabbi called a moil, which we watch these episodes with closed captioning on. And they actually did mention a moil. Did you know that the moils actually have sales? Sometimes you get a half off special and you get to keep the tip. Alan. That was a penis joke. I got it. But (laughs) this was so odd for her to be so against it. When you keep watching the scene, she wasn't against the circumcision process. She was so against, like, uh, it just, it got crazy. Like, it was, like, like, he was being mutilated. I don't think I've heard of any male person 
upset about getting it late in life. No, that's a thing. You're, you're well, kidding. Are you, wait, wait, you're being serious right now? I'm being serious. All right. So there is a subsect of people, probably more to the right wing, that are, it's mutilation and people should decide. The same people that want to raise their kid gender neutral are also, let's let this kid decide if he wants his foreskin. When it comes to foreskin, there's nothing weird about it. It's really just a hygiene thing. Like, it's not mutilating your body. It's not a sensitivity thing. It's all about cleanliness, and cleanliness is godliness. So I I don't think I've ever told you this, but I know he's not listening, so I'll just say it. My brother got circumcised, I want to say at 10 years old. I don't want to know which brother we're talking about, so just go on. I think my parents didn't know about it or it didn't come up in the hospital. I don't know what it was, but he got circumcised way later. And I remember because I'm old enough to remember it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he was in so much pain and he was not okay because he got circumcised so late in life. I don't think that was his choice either, but that sucks. No, the idea is you let till the kid's 18 and then he can decide what he wants to do. As somebody who watched all of Nip Talk, do you know what happened in that show when the guy who looks just like Michael Jackson, he decided to circumcise himself. Oh my God, really? Yeah, because, you know, he was hooking up with chicks and they were like, oh, hey, Anteater. Oh, I mean, that was a great show, but it, it got scary. I couldn't watch it. That whole face thing, the, the the murderer or whatever, he was like cutting people's faces. I was not okay. That show was great. That's like a top 10 show. I used to watch a show with my mother, except we wouldn't watch it together. She would watch it in her room. I would watch it in my room and we would talk during the commercials. you can't watch that show with a parent no there's a lot of sex on that show it is nowadays we've really lost the art of a good character nowadays it's all about the show game of thrones breaking bad you want to have multiple characters that do it for you nip tuck will never go down as a top show dr christian troy one of the best characters on television ever. Ariella doesn't know what to think about the breast. She was very kind of confused. Bibby says to her, I'll think for you. Oh, excuse me. What did you just say, brah? I think she'd have kicked him right in the leg for saying that. Well, he wants to control her food and he wants to think for the baby. So he's in control, but he can't pay for a car seat. The freak out at the hospital was insane. If I was the doctor, I would have kicked them both out and said, uh, we're not on your time. So when you actually want to go through with this, holla at your boy and come back here and we'll make an appointment for you. She had a nervous breakdown. That was insane. She took the baby and ran off. It looked more like a kidnapping. It did. Her thoughts was she was scared that her kid would be upset with her for doing a, a cleanly procedure that, like, how much of the world gets this done? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. I feel like a majority, at least in America, but I mean, I don't know. Percentage would- of the world that is circumcised. Oh, wow. It says 40% of the world is circumcised. Well, does that can, that's not women as well, right? Prevalence of circumcision, 2010, the World Health Organization estimates 30% of adult males worldwide aged 15 and older, so not your brother, with two-thirds of those being Muslims. Oh, because they circumcised the Muslims. Estimation of country-specific global prevalence of male circumcision. Highest country in the world, you'll never get it, and it starts with an A. An A? Argentina. Afghanistan, 99.8%. Wow. The next stat is kind of skewed. The two countries that have the most circumcisions, it's a population thing. So just guess two countries with ridiculous populations. China. 
Number one. Oh, with the least or the most? Most. China's one. Number two is? USA. USA is three. Number two, just think like a ridiculous amount of people. Japan? India. India. China has, in 2020, 1.4 billion circumcisions. India has 1.3. And USA, 331. Wow. Million. So the Chinese are cutting that foreskin four times per year more often than we are. Oh, that is so exciting. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Love is Out There podcast. I had a lot of fun today on this episode. We're having a good time. We hope you're following us on Instagram, Love is Out There podcast. Please do not watch our YouTube videos. Julia makes me eat this food. It's terrible. The more you guys comment, the more you guys like, it means I'm going to have to keep doing it. Please do not. Also, don't forget to subscribe, download our episodes. I found love. I found love. We We found love. Yeah.